Hey, you sick, twisted freaks. It's Rolly. How you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm going to get the socials out of the way right up front because this is going to be an episode that some of you are going to want to miss. So I'm just going to dispense with this right up front because I don't know how I'm going to feel at the end of this. So if you want to connect with me on the socials, um, it's Chris Rowley, K-R-I-S-R-O-L-E-Y, one name all the same if you please, and of course my website, chrisrowley.com. Having gotten that out of the way, <clears throat> let me tell you a story. Some of you already know parts of this story. I don't talk about this all this often because this is one of the greater failures of my life, and I don't like to talk about it too much. But from December of 1988 to June of 1989, I tried to follow in my father's footsteps. And I tried to join the U.S. military. The branch that I chose was the United States Air Force. Uh, I lasted six months, which was basically um, six weeks of boot camp in San Antonio. Uh, a school in uh, Keesler Air Force Base in Biloxi, Mississippi. And then my duty station, which was Valdosta, Georgia, Moody Air Force Base in Valdosta, Georgia. I was not cut out for the military. Uh, I, I will freely tell you that I joined the United States Air Force to get out of my father's house because my father and I did not have a very good relationship and... Uh, I needed a way out, and it was a bad decision. That said, I will tell you that I gave it everything I had. It just didn't work out because, and I know you're going to find that this is a shock. Um, sometimes I have a problem with rules. And when I say sometimes, I mean yes. I am not a person that naturally does what I'm told to do without a good goddamn reason for doing it. And the military uh, is not a place that gives you the reason why you want to do something. They just say, do it, as evidenced by the popular saying, if I say jump, you say how high. To which my response is, why the fuck did you want me to jump? And some DI comes along and says, did you hear me stutter? No, but you do look a little inbred, so it wouldn't be out of... Yes, sir. So, that was, uh, that was fun. But one of the things that you have to learn how to do when you're in boot camp is... They put us on a bus, and they bust us 45 minutes uh, to some part of San Antonio that I have no freaking idea. I, I spent, you know, six weeks on an Air Force base in San Antonio and couldn't tell you the first fucking thing about San Antonio. So, you know, I'd love to go back there just so I can say I've actually been to San Antonio and not a little tiny, I say tiny, it's Lackland Air Force Base. It's not really all that tiny. <laughs> 
But one of the things that they have you do when you go to boot camp is they take you to a shooting range. And you sit in class for a good portion of the morning. Uh, and you uh, learn all about, at that point in time, the M16. And you learn how to take one apart and put one back together again, which I, I, I figured out how to do. Uh, I mean, you know, it's fine. You, you just have to show them that you have to do it one time. And then you go out to the range and you shoot. And because, and this is how good of a shot I am, because my left eye, I couldn't figure this out because the bullets come out one end and I didn't want to be on that end. I ended up using my non-dominant eye to aim. And the problem was, is that I ended up scoring really good on another person's target. Which, you know, I mean, if, if I was a, Pawn in chess, that might be a good idea on the attack, but uh, no, not so much. I'm, I'm actually a human being, and I need to be able to shoot straight in front of me, so I didn't do too good. But I, I want you to let the... I want you to let the image of Roly holding an M16 in your hand, in my hands, I want you to let that sink in. For just a second, because if that image frightens you, you're right. I had to shoot that M16. And as soon as I got finished shooting that M16, I made a decision right there and then that there was no way, no how, unless I was getting called up to go somewhere I didn't want to go to kill people I didn't want to kill, um, unless I was asked to go do that, there was no way, no how I was ever putting my hands on another gun. And the reason for that is many is, one, I, I don't think I need to be killing nobody. And the second thing is, um, it's real easy to kill somebody with an M16. And with somebody with my temperament, um, that's a hammer and the world looks like nails when, if I'm in a bad mood, especially when I was a little kid. I mean, I was nowhere near cooked yet at the age of 18, 19 years old. I, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't even tell you that I had my shit together in the third, in my thirties. I, it wasn't until my forties that I had any semblance of, of who and what I am and being comfortable in my own skin and figuring out whatever the hell it is that you're supposed to figure out at this age. I mean, grown up? No, hell no. I'm not grown up. I'm old. I'm 51. I'll be 52 in a couple of months. But I'm not a person that needs to own a gun. And I'm not a person that needs to have a gun. I'm not a person that needs to shoot a gun. So when I read this week, somebody arguing that, you know, well, the military, they're, you know, they're, 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 they give you a whole bunch of training and psychological vetting before they give you a gun. That's bullshit. And I can prove it because I'm the guy. <laughs> they gave me a gun. Okay, so 
There was no psychological vetting. That's like, you know, give Rolly the, the sharp object around the baby. That wasn't a real good idea either. Not with a lot of training. I mean, you know. I mean, I still have three kids. But, you know, give, give, give somebody, you know, give Rolly the scissors around the baby. That, that's a real great idea. We live, and I'm going to make no bones about it this stage of the game, we live in a late-stage, capitalist, dystopian, toxic hellscape. And, I, I mean, I don't, are we, what, are we, like, we're just about six months out from the fucking purge, man. It, it There's just... And, you know, and, and Twitter and social media is filled with a bunch of people that have read, like, the first three pages of Atlas Shrugged and decided that libertarianism was the best way to go. <laughs> okay, whatever. I, I don't. Everybody's a fucking gun expert. I am the last thing from a gun expert. I, I couldn't tell you what an AR-15 was. I couldn't tell you what uh, a long rifle as opposed to an assault rifle is. I couldn't tell you any of that shit. And you know what? I don't fucking care. Here's, here's the two things that I know about a gun. Neither end is, is anywhere I want to be. And for a good many of us, I think that that probably holds true. I, none of us want to be on the business end of that gun. And for somebody like me, I don't want to be on the end doing the business. And every couple of years, I have to dust out some version of this show that I'm doing right now because we're fucking barbarians and we can't get it right. I don't care about your second amendment. I do not care. If it were up to me and yes, I know a lot of you are going to be very glad that it is not up to me because I'm just some guy with an opinion, just like everybody else. If it were up to me, the military and the police would have guns. And there, there are going to be a lot of people that are members of Meal Team 6 that are, are, are going to be very upset about that part. Because some of you are gun owners, and I get it. But I, I just can't... I, I just can't do this anymore. I, I um, talked to my daughter right after the events of the past week and 
I asked her, how many shooting drills did, did you guys do your senior year of school? And, of course, her first response was, well, we didn't do that many my senior year of school because lockdown. I went, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, the year before that, when you were in school, five. If five lockdowns in her high school, her junior year. And she said, well, we probably did like maybe two or three her senior year, and then everybody went into lockdown, and, you know, that's that. And it occurred to me, and somebody else much wiser than I has said this in the past, in, in the past week or so, is that the people that are 18-year-old shooters going into high schools now, they have that training. They have that training. So they know exactly where the kids are going to hide and what they're doing. So we've trained the active shooters on where to look for the people hiding from the active shooter. That makes sense. That's how long this problem has been around with active school shootings. Is that the kids doing the shootings now are part of the first generation, right? We handed them the playbook. We didn't know we did it, of course, because we want to keep everybody safe, but we haven't changed anything in the past 20 years, and yeah, that's the problem. We haven't changed a goddamn thing in 20 years. Chiefly among those things that we haven't changed is we haven't been able to stop people from getting the kind of fucking guns that go in there and shoot multiple people in a school. And we talk about red flag laws, and nobody can get that passed. We can't get safer storage options for parents that have guns that don't want their kids to get them. We can't do that. We can't have trigger locks. We can't have that. We can't ban bump stocks. We can't do that. We can't even have the discussion, right? We can't even talk about it. Because apparently even talking about it is verboten. Now, I just don't know what we do at this point. I, and by the way, I, I'm going to be the first to tell you, if you're looking for facts in this argument, there ain't any here. This is completely emotion. This is completely opinion. You can rag on me all you want. I ain't backing away from it. I said what I said. I fucking hate guns. And there are people in the world that are completely evil, that are completely narcissistic, sociopathic, psychotic, and people know that they're that way. And they should not be allowed to have things, weapons that kill people. Because they're going to use them to kill people. I, I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't understand what is so difficult about that particular subject. 
If you know that there is somebody in your neighborhood who ain't right in the head and you look at their social media feed and they got, what the fuck? How did they amass all that? Dude. And they're proud of it? Okay. Now, I have a friend who is a who's a gun enthusiast and goes to ranges and shoots and competes and things like that. But he's a responsible person. And there's not, he's never given any indication that he's about to wipe out a city block. I ain't worried about him. <laughs> Projection, I'm worried about people like me. I'm worried about people who, I'm worried about incels, you know, that, I mean, that ain't hard. You know, I mean, the one guy, if you remember a few years back, the one guy who, who uh, went all supervillain in his car and, and gave this stupid ass monologue like, yeah, they know what's coming. <laughs> Is that enough laughter? A little bit more. <laughs> They're not going to know what hit him. Whatever. Yeah, I can't remember the fucker's name. Elliot, maybe. Sandy, Sandy, frater, uh, shot up a sorority. There are people like that. Just what? No. Take the fucking guns away. Put them in. It, let them have a nice rest somewhere. Figure out what they're... Look, do you need medication? Can I get you anything? Do you need a hug? Do you need... Do you, do you need to be dropped from a cliff? Do you need... I mean, what? Thirty years ago in Virginia Beach, Virginia... And this is a knife crime. I'm going to tell you that right off the bat. But I'm going to use this man to, to illustrate a point. 30 years ago in Virginia Beach, uh, there was a man um, named Sean. And Sean went to my high school. This would have been 91. And I say 91 because... Um, the parents involved in this tragedy were both military and they were deployed because of Desert Storm. Both parents. Sean uh, thought that the, uh, the kobolds were talking to him, which made Pat Robertson very happy, but um, Sean lured two children into the woods between the housing area that he lived in, which was a naval housing area here in Virginia Beach, and um, there was a wooded area between that and the one of the main roads here in Virginia Beach called General Booth Boulevard, and slit their throats, killed them. Actually, I need to walk that back. Killed them with a knife. And when... He confessed to the crime. Um, he said that the kobolds 
uh, were talking to him and made him do it. So Dungeons and Dragons thing got, you know, and again, this is a very conservative area and we, you know, uh, uh, Pat Robertson lives in the uh, ass end of Virginia Beach. And um, yeah, that was that, that we 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 got that for a while. But I, I use this man because there were stories about this guy. Um, I was going out as he was coming in to high school, but I'd heard a couple things about this guy that, and all hearsay, but it was also brought up in the newspaper when they talked about him at the crime that he had a dead bird that he brought in a cage to school. He had a, a real life cat's paw around his neck and a, on a rope. I would hope not a chain, a rope. And he was just, he's just a weird guy. He was just out there. He was real different. And it turns out that the problem was he had a cat's paw. What? He had a dead bird. What? And if you know what we have learned about um, killers in the years since, we know that that there are examples of uh, these people killing things or torturing things well before they get to the point of taking a human life, and usually it's animals. And when that story came out, I remember thinking, holy crap, he killed a cat and he killed a bird. And nobody saw that. Nobody, okay, 30 years ago, different time, it's well before Columbine, right? There had been a few, well, no, I can't say that. Uh, the, the one that I'm thinking about is Kip Kinkle, and that was 1997 or 98. I remember school shootings when I was in school. I remember hearing about them, reading them on the news or seeing them on TV, but they were nowhere, obviously, to the level that we are now. But I use Sean, and I, I, I feel somewhat blessed that I cannot remember his last name. It's been that long. It'll come to me. Novak. His name was no Sean Novak. That was his name. This is a man that if he were living today in a free society, and he is not. Um, we would not want him to have, we would not want him to be in a place where he could hurt others. He is a broken individual. He was not, he was just, he, he was, some people are just evil. Some people are just broken. And when you run across a person like that and you know anything about a person like that, the thought of that man having a gun frightens the shit out of me. Those are people that don't deserve to have weapons. Period. Let's, let's take the gun out of it. 
Clearly he had a knife. Shouldn't have been allowed to have that either. He should have been put away in a padded place. We didn't do that. This kid who shot up this school in Texas, there's not, I have not seen anything with regard to motive yet. And in the absence of motive, like the person in Buffalo with the white supremacist manifesto and all that stuff, Dylan Roof, uh, who, you know, there, there was a reason for what he did. In the absence of motive, you just have to assume that that person is just fucking broken. A few years back, I competed in a karaoke contest. And I did not make the finals. I made the semifinals, but I did not make the finals. And I was okay with that because, you know, I was just doing it to do it. See how far I could get. I was very happy to make the semifinals. It was a, some kind of a validation for, you know, hey, I'm not bad at karaoke. Which means that, you know, I suck less. Because karaoke is basically bad singing. I, 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 I'm the leper with the least amount of fingers. Well, the second least amount of fingers, I guess. But I did not make the finals. And the finals... The people that made the finals, one man and one woman, were invited to Las Vegas to compete in the national karaoke competition as the representatives from uh, this area, possibly, actually, the state of Virginia. And part of that competition, part of that week in Las Vegas, uh, they were able to go to a country music concert in Las Vegas. And while the two people that were there, um, while they were there, uh, that was when the guy decided that he needed to open a window of the hotel room or wherever he was and shoot, shoot up the crowd below him, which was that concert. And I think about that a lot. And somebody had an arsenal of weaponry that they were able to drag up to a hotel room. Nobody, you know, nobody, nobody gave a second look to it. If I'd have made the finals and gone out to Las Vegas and was in that crowd... Would I be a statistic right now? That, I think about that a lot. I don't dwell on it because I'm a person that hangs on to shit and I can't let it go and then I end up being in a deep blue funk. So I don't think about it too often, but I, I do think about that because especially every time another one of these damn mass shootings come up. I could have been a contender. I could have been in that crowd 
And my kids could not have had a father right now. My wife could not have had a husband. Maybe I shouldn't say that too loud. I'm joking. I could have been in that crowd. I could have been shot at. And, you know, that's brown trousers time. I could have been on the business end of a gun. I don't like that feeling. I don't like that there was a broken fucking individual who decided, for some reason, he needed to take out a crowd. I don't like the fact that there's a couple of people that think that, you know, the recent unpleasantness with the North, for some fucking reason, needs to be relitigated, and he takes out a, a church. I don't like the fact that, you know, there are people that think that, you know, the, 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 the people that don't look like us are going to replace us by the year 2040. And that's a reason to go and, you know, kill a bunch of them. I don't like the fact that there's, there are organizations that prey on the minds of I, I want to be charitable here. They, 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 they fearmonger, and there's a certain segment of the population that believes the fearmongering, and they believe that they got to do something about it. And eventually, it all comes down to big fucking guns. This shit's wrong. This shit is just wrong. You can argue the point as much as you want. You can argue Second Amendment, well-regulated militia, and all that. I, I, I don't care. I don't care. I understand. But I just don't care. As long as you got idiots killing kids, I don't care what you think. I don't know how you solve the problem. And I realize that there are people out there that believe that this problem should not be solved because it infringes on your rights. I want you to turn around. Stop looking at me. Stop listening to me. Turn around and fuck all the way off. And once you get to that point, like the, like the meme says, continue fucking off until you reach this point on the globe again, and then continue, do not pass go, continue fucking off. There's a much larger argument here. And... It calls into question, and I'm going to go here, I'm sorry. Actually, no, actually, you know what? That's a staple response. I am not sorry. 
it calls into question what you consider a person of faith to be. I do not believe that a proper person, a proper person, a person who walks the walk and talks the talk, I cannot imagine a person who proclaims to believe in a loving God can hold both these ideas in their head that you can um, you can believe in weapons of bodily destruction in weapons that kill and the ability for anyone and everyone to own weapons that kill indiscriminately and believe kids it is so beyond the pale to me I'm having trouble articulating it what the kids are going to get up and walk it off (laughs) I mean, no, the kids are dead. They're not only dead, but people are having to get their DNA samples taken so they can identify the kids because their faces are unrecognizable. Because the kids were that little and the bullets were that uh, destructive. Another thing that I'm sick of, and I'm going to move away from this for a second because there is another argument that needs to be made here because all y'all are bunch of fuckers in this regard. And I'm saying both the left and the right. You, you antelope pole smoking motherfuckers continue to reach for the low hanging fruit the sound bite, the easy get. Would you fucking stop that? Asking for a friend, and by a friend, I mean America, the world at large. Would you stop making or reaching for the easy fucking arguments? Because guess what, kids? They don't work. All they are are easy arguments. And I've been listening to them for 20 years. They don't fucking work. Would you stop with the sound bites? Would you stop with the stupid ass playbook that now is not the time? It's too soon. Could you stop that? You're politicizing a tragedy. No, no, we're not politicizing a tragedy. We're making note of the fact that there are too fucking many of them. 
Hello. Would you idiots over on the right that are amosexuals, would you stop reaching for the easy, oh, you don't know what an AR-15 is, oh, oh, oh. I don't fucking care. It's a fucking gun. Assault rifle, long rifle, it's not automatic, it's not fully automatic, it's a, sh 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 shut the fuck up. It's a gun. It kills people. And in this case, it killed 19 kids. Are you really going to get hung up on semantics like you've done for the past 20 fucking years, you fucking gatekeeping fuck? I am so sick to death of hearing the same old fucking argument on both sides. We're not getting anywhere. You are all insane. By that definition, you're insane. And this situation is insane because in the time, this past week, we've had Uvalde now, we had Buffalo. Over the weekend, we've had two more. Yeah? This ain't stopping. Oh, and, and another thing, news media. I understand, okay? I want this to stop just as much as anybody else, but I will tell you, on the last podcast, I mentioned that once, and this is, uh, once we find a formula that hits, you beat the shit out of it like it owes you money, you're doing it right now with the school, sh with, with mass shootings. And every time this happens, every day for the next, 10 days to two weeks, I'm going to hear about another mass shooting somewhere else so you can prove the point that it happens every day. We know it happens every day. This is America. If you're an American and you're not blind to reality, you know that mass shootings happen damn near every day in this country. I don't need to be reminded of it because guess what I do, motherfuckers? I turn off the television. Because I don't need to see it. Native Twitter app, could you give me a way to fucking mute hashtags? Because holy shit. I don't like any of the other apps that are Twitter clients. I like the native Twitter app. I know that makes me a freak. But could you fucking give me a, a way to mute hashtags? Because I can't. I literally can't deal with this shit anymore. I'm. If, 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 if you're all like me at all, your nervous system is at the end of its rope for a myriad of reasons, right? This is just one of them. I don't know who needs to hear this, but social media, um, the people that you read on social media uh, that are the angriest and loudest of all of that, please uh, remember that these are the very loud, very squeaky fringes of both left and right. 
Okay. I, I understand, you know, and I'm not saying I don't agree with a lot of it. Clearly, in this case, I agree very much with the anti-gun stance because I am as anti-gun as you get. But holy shit. I, I, I hate having to talk about this. And I know I have the... It would probably be so much better if I just let it go, you know, and just say, I can't, I don't, I don't want to, I can't do this. But I somehow managed to delude myself into thinking that there are still good people in this world that don't want to take blood money and are not paid to not understand this shit. And actually want to do something about it. I, I, I hold on to some misguided hope that there, is, there are people in this world that want to do good. That there are still good people in this world, in this country. That there are still people that want to do the decent and right thing to do because it is the decent and right thing to do. I still want to hold out some kind of hope that there are people in this world that act out of love and not out of some misguided loyalty to an invisible sky buddy. And I know that that's going to turn a lot of you off. If you're religious, via con Dios, motherfucker, I, I'm, I don't care. I can, be a, I can be a just and decent and loving person and not have to believe in an, in, in an invisible sky buddy. All that you need to do is be a just, decent, and loving individual. That's all you need to do. And treat people, as the old adage say, treat people the way that you would like to be treated. It's not hard. And we can start with not fucking killing each other. Could we do that? Is that a start? Can we start there? We could also start with not, you know, trying to T-bone people in parking lots. That's another story for another day, but yeah, okay. So yes, please. Please don't be psychotic. Please don't buy guns. Please don't kill people. And please don't cause car accidents in grocery stores. That's a good list. We can start there, can't we? I'm sorry, I had to work a personal one in. It's, I'll tell you about that another day. This is, I, I don't understand why this is so hard. I just don't. And, and there are 
again, a lot of you are going to tell me you're you're gonna you're gonna give me every reason why we should do nothing because my my guns and my freedom. Fuck your guns. Fuck your freedom. I mean, it's really that simple. If we're and and I'm gonna get real sarcastic on you now. If we have now become a nation that is really comfortable with taking away people's rights, i.e., well, other news stories in the past month or so. Then I got no problem taking away this one. I'm an equal opportunity offender. It, it just saying. I mean, you know, because it's not just. It's not just. Uh, the right to privacy and the right to other things that we'll get into at some point on the program, because I, at this point I might as well piss off all of you. Thirty, thirty-five years ago, I was a rock rib Republican that listened to uh, Rush Limbaugh, and I ain't that guy no mo. I have done a complete one eighty. Some of you have been around for this journey, and some of you know the reason why this journey took place. I might talk about that on the next program. I can't live in that world anymore because that world uh, that world takes rights away from the what I will say is the unfortunate among us, the marginalized. Every person on this planet has simple, basic, understood human rights, and chief among them is the right not to be killed. The right to life, right? Not to be confused with what Americans call the right to life. I'm talking about the simple, basic ability of a human being to live in peace. And not be dead. Not be unalived. The rest of the world gets this. We signed a piece of paper in 1948 that assumes that we get this too. And we don't. We don't. Human rights are... Basic human rights are um, a joke to the people that run this show. And I maintain that they are the minimum, the bare fucking minimum. And we should not settle. So here's some homework. I would like everybody on this, listening to this show, anybody who listens to me at all, anybody who places any value in anything that I have to say, I want you to go and read the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. It's important. It is a document that sets out some 
basic points of what every human on this planet has a simple right to, just because they are. And then I want you to figure out how you can incorporate those, that into your everyday life. Do you believe it? Do you understand it? Do you believe it to be true? And if you do, live in it, son. Live in it. So for those of you that this will be your last show listening to me, thank you for listening, and I'll see you somewhere down the road. Um, mind the door ass interface on your way out because if you you know want to argue, I I I got I ain't got no time for that. Call your representatives, call your senators, call your governor, call your state legislature, call your city council people, call your mama, call whoever you got to call and ask them, what the fuck are you doing? What are we doing about this? Because it's time. It's time to at least have the discussion. It's time to fuck your, it's too soon. Fuck, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. Let's have discussion. It's time. What are we going to do about this? Understanding that we can't stop all of them. What are we going to do about this? Because we cannot keep killing kids. We cannot let people keep killing kids. We got to stop that. And if you believe that your gun is worth more than your kid, I think, personally, you should have both taken away from you. How do you like them apples? Question everything but the contents of a tuna melt. Some shit you got to take on faith. Stay solid people.